Hello and welcome to this next episode of 49 Plus. Where I think on some of the earlier versions of this I was saying why inch ever ever closer to my 50th birthday. Well that came and went and in fact at that point I was not recording these little podcasts uh, for different reasons. I, um, main one being I was mentally unwell. I was clinically fed up. Um, so on that occasion, so for that reason, doing other things basically, just wasn't able to motivate. And now Ziggy's gone off again, chasing a freaking dog. Uh, hopefully, he'll go the way he won't do it. So I'm going to pause again. Just Zig! Ziggy! Right, so he's way back there. Um, the last time, I think it was, no, it was on two episodes ago when I was walking that same little bit. And we ended up talking about him being a full male, so we still haven't done anything about that. Only a few days later, um, something we need to start considering to help him to calm down just a touch, maybe. Um, so, no, today is Friday the 13th of November 2020. So we now have a, a lockdown Friday the 13th. Um, but in actual fact, it's been fairly quiet, so I kind of hoped... Uh, that you know, there might be an occasional um, local radio station or whatever, a little news outlet that might want to do a little interview about Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th, because back in the day, they often were quite busy days in terms of, you know, somebody somewhere would want to go, oh, let's talk about Friday the 13th and superstitions and luck, and then another one would, and it would be some local radio here and the local radio there, and they all sort of repeat each other. Um, and uh, but you know when I was doing my PhD, PhD back in the day um, on luck psychology thereof, I was finding myself doing quite a few of those because Richard Wiseman, who was indeed a wise man and a wise man still is, um, is um, you know was doing a few of them and then go actually it's a bit tedious, a bit bit beneath me I think he might have jokingly said. Uh, or at the very least, helpfully said, do you want to do some of these? Which I did, and I got you know good experience of just talking lots and lots on the radio about this stuff. Um, so I was just, and I've not done it for quite a while because I've you know, my my sort of attention's been elsewhere. For the last few years, been interested in re-exploring the psychology of luck, um, and I have blogged about it. I've possibly mentioned it on an earlier podcast. I don't know. You'll tell me if you want it, um, and um, and so and so and so on and so forth. Because now, with my interest in positive psychology, I do think there's a lot in which positive psychology could contribute in regard to the discussion about luck. So much so that just last year, I think it was 2019, I co-authored a paper with my good friend Piers Worth about positive psychology and luck experiences. Excuse me again, will I call the dog? Ziggy! Ziggy, come! Um, and um, in that, we, we made the case for some aspects of positive psychology um, could have an impact on those experiences we might describe as luck. So with that in mind, um, with the university comms team, that's communications team to you and me, uh, we put together a, um, effectively a press release in relation to Friday the 13th, which we'd done before, and in fact I pulled out from one that turned out from six years ago, uh, which was probably the last time I was sort of looking at these things in any depth. Um, well, having said that's not true because obviously the chapter was 
fewer than that, fewer years ago than that. Uh, but about some you know, five or six basic principles, I think in this particular article, there's five principles that we might draw upon that effectively link to key elements of positive psychology that could have an impact upon our experiences of luck. And therefore, I thought, quite appropriate to share as part of a Friday the 13th. So we did that. It went out, I think, yesterday afternoon. Um, somebody in our communications team will call her L, for that's her name. Um, basically, kind of tweaked it a little bit, added a nice opening part, which kind of put it in the context of lockdown, <laughs> or as I like to call it, <laughs> luck down. You, you see what I've done there, you see. I've taken, I've taken the word lock, which has no in it, and you, you get the idea. Anyway, so um, she did something like, I don't know, uh, Buck's Luck Doctor gives medicine for the Friday the 13th, something like that. Anyway, nobody, I think, I think anybody picked up on it who had I've not been asked to do any kind of uh, radio interview or anything like that, which is a shame because I would have had the time to do it. It'd been quite nice to do it. Talking this stuff, as you can tell, I'm quite happy to do that, even unprompted, hence doing a bloody podcast whilst walking the dog. Uh, to nobody's listening, um, but who cares? Who cares? I'm doing it for the love of it, and that's important. And um, so anyway, no one's there. But she did the, the, the particular press release. The article made it as a, an article on our kind of internal um, intranet, and also it's gone to the university's web page. So at least a link that one can share. So I've done a little bit of social mediaing about it. So that's been quite nice, and anybody's responded have been positive and. It's just getting it out there. And another nice example, another nice element of it, um, relates to this planned, intended, hoped for, and in fact, effectively now being established Centre for Positive Psychology. Uh, so we've now effectively, we're referring to what we're doing as being within the Centre for Positive Psychology at Bucks New University. Um, because we are, we just said it, basically, as of, I think, Wednesday this week, I uh, had a conversation the night before with our head of school, so the person really kind of okaying it with, with whom I had been saying, look, I am starting to have conversations with people saying very explicitly, we are in the, brace, in the process of, we're establishing a positive, a sense of positive psychology. Are you okay me saying that, using that term? Um, so following that conversation, a little tweak that I did that I think is a very small thing, but I personally feel it's quite symbolic, if it's to me anyway, and that's what counts, maybe, um, is that um, changing my department on what's called my ResearchGate profile. So ResearchGate is a, um, I jokingly call it a social network for losers, i.e. academics, where you can follow each other's research and you can public push your own, you know, um, upload your own articles and unpublished research and so on. It's really helpful particularly for graduate students um, and any of us really to sort of share ideas. No, Ziggy, this way, Zig. Come on, Zig, come on. He's now seen some dogs at a distance. I hope I'm going the wrong direction. Ziggy! Oh, he's a bugger. Zig! <whistles> he's an absolute bugger. He's now running about 200 yards after I see two other dogs. Okay, one they wants to play with. They both look quite playful. But I'm walking one way, they're going another, and it's really not helpful. It seems to be there's a third dog that's on a lead, yapping away. But there's two that he's, he's playing with. But hopefully he'll come this way. I have a trust that he will. Um, 
so yes, we're now a centre for positive psychology, centre for positive psychology. And I think well, that will start to take shape now over the coming weeks and months. So more to report on that in due course. And I mention all that in relation to Friday the 13th. So whilst you know, Friday the 13th, traditionally regarded as an unlucky day, um, the simple opportunity to be able to get word out, because in, in this article it says, Dr Matthew Smith of, from the university's Centre for Positive Psychology, Da, 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 da. To me, that's really valuable, just having that phrase in there. It slowly gets it out, out into the world. So that's really positive, as it were. Um, we shall see again what comes from it. Zig! He's still playing to the dog. I don't know if he's going to come back this way. Now. Ziggy! Buggy hell. The number of these podcasts that are just basically interspersed with me shouting, Ziggy! I don't want to go after him. This is why he needs to get him... He needs to be snipped, because then he won't go chasing after the dogs. I, mean, I think he's just, he is just playful, he doesn't try to hump them. But now I've got to go back that way and look for him. Oh, um, oh it's a hard life. So, um, uh, so I'm just looking down at the phone then and seeing there's a little message there from Antony, my brother, who's just asked a question. Matt, did you see that hole in one on the news? So I'm assuming he's referring to a hole-in-one that was um, scored. Do you score a hole-in-one? Yeah, I think you do. It, on the, in the US Masters. So we're currently on day two of the US Masters. So you can only watch it highlight, well, on normal telly, highlights on BBC in the evening. I'm going to have to go back now to him. So I'll probably end this very soon. Um, and it's a guy on a par three where it's over water. Zig! Come! Come! He's coming. Come on! He's going to go over that water. He's going to get wet. Oh, no, he's going to go over the bridge. Good boy. Zig, come here. Come here. He's running, of course. He's running. He's running. He's coming. Super speed. And he's... Look at him. There you go, Zig. Look at that. Look at that. Good boy. Good boy. Come in. Well done. Did we go play there? Did you go rolling and stuff, you little monkey? Oh, flipping heck. It's not more flipping fox poo. Um, but yeah, hole in one, it's a lovely par three where it's across water basically. But what he did, apparently in these practice rounds, it may have been in a practice round rather than the actual round, I don't know. I don't know now, it might have been a practice round. But he hits the ball and he skims, rather than going up in the air, it skims across the water, just skims, 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 skims. Doesn't go under the water, just like a skimming stuff, like a bouncing bob right across, and skims and bounces up onto the green. Then he goes up, up, around, right round, very big green, slanting round, all the way round, all the way round, all the way round, and goes in the hole get the hole in one so yes i did see it anthony that's your answer i shall say so on whatsapp any moment now um but coming back to friday the 13th yes so it's all talking about luck and possibly the, the how we can turn what we might perceive as bad luck into good luck and i was sort of semi-joking with somebody just the other day saying yes well it's all about bad luck isn't it on friday the 13th and being unlucky and i just threw out the quip there well bad luck is merely good luck in disguise. And whilst that sounds like nothing makes sense, you know, if you if you if you really pondered that, you might think there's something to it. You know, it depends how you interpret it. Things that happen that you would not want to happen, that are broadly undesirable and let's say negative, may actually at some level, somewhere down the line, have a positive impact. So Good luck and, and bad luck is a really an interpretation of events. Um, and I say all that 
Uh, and there's a degree of irony, perhaps, or maybe not. Maybe this is an illustration of the point. Um, so as of today, so I think I was this morning posting these little thoughts about luck and Friday the 13th and how we're going to... Oh, he's down rolling him off frickin' pop fox poo! Goodness me, Ziggy. Um, in that, so, yeah, obviously, as you know, as you can tell from the way I'm shouting out there, we have a dog. We also have two rabbits. Um, yeah, I think he's rolling in some fox poo. Ugh. Um, two rabbits, Ivy and Ellie. Uh, so Ivy is Connie's rabbit, effectively, and Ellie would be Freya's rabbit. So this morning, whilst just finishing doing a little conversation with somebody, speaking to a, somebody about South, uh, South Africa, who is again, not a student, but somebody we will be collaborating with in different ways, I guess as part of the Centre for Positive Psychology. But finished that call, Rachel, and says, oh, it's just something to tell you that's not, not great. Um, went out to feed the rabbits to discover that only Ellie was there and there's no Ivy. So that was around about 10 o'clock this morning, maybe 11 o'clock, I don't know. Um, and we're now at 10 past four in the afternoon. Still no Ivy. She managed to get out of the hutch. It was apparent that a door, at least one of the doors, hadn't been shut quite properly. And that may have even been last night. So she may have got out last night. It may have been this morning. You don't know. Um, not showed up again yet. We don't know. She doesn't seem to be in the garden. We've, we've got three houses that surround us. You know, one on either side and one at the back. We've been to both of the side houses, so the sort of next door neighbours, as is fairly obvious, and asked if they, you know, keep an eye out in their gardens in case she turns up there. And then we try to go to speak to people in the back house, but um, it's actually they're all it's all locked up. It's got a gate there. What we have done, what Rachel's done, is put a little picture of Connie with the rabbit and explain the situation and, and put a phone number in case Ivy shows up there. And I actually got all quite excited because to get to where their house is, you have to go round out along our road, down to the main road, and I was looking down another road and you could find a way to it because it's behind other houses. Uh, but there's a little bit, a little sort of driveway and a walk, a little pathway up that way. And I got quite excited because the name of that walk is called Ivy Walk. I thought, oh, that's nice and symbolic, isn't it? That's synchronicitous. That's going to be a sign that maybe she's down there at this house. Well, not as yet, not found her, not managed to get in there and discover if that is the case. So we don't know. Uh, picked up Connie from school about an hour ago. She now, she knows, told her on the way home that that will happen and say, look, she's not, she's not there. We, she may come back. You know, the, we've gone online. Rachel's found that maybe they come back at, at dusk or in the morning. So... We're hopeful. So she's been very good. She's had a little bit, been a bit tearful. Um, it would be a real shame if we do indeed lose her and we can't find her. Um, and it'll be a shame for Connie anyway, but quite sad. We will, of course, if that is the case, and we don't get her back, we will look to get another one. But I don't know if it's just straightforward to get another rabbit that we'll get on with the one we've already got now with Ellie, because they essentially, they weren't sisters, but they spent a lot of time together. They got on really well. It's really sad, actually. Um, but anyway, we shall see. Uh, so yes, on Friday the 13th. So at the moment, that is a bit of what might be called as bad luck. That's just unfortunate. That's a, that's a bad thing that's happened. Now it may turn out that when I get home, she turned up again. That's good luck. Um, you know, maybe, maybe something will happen. You even say sometimes they can go away for a day or two and come back. 
So we've got to be hopeful for a little bit of time and see if um, it does turn up before we start looking at, okay, well, that's not the case, we get another one. Such is life. And with that in mind, on that bombshell, I shall take a lovely photograph of that bit of the golf course with a lovely sky, lovely clouds. And I shall say bye-bye for now. It's a nice little short one for you on Friday the 13th. I hope it has been a lucky one for you. Um, and of course, luck is as luck does. As Gary Player, very well-known golfer, as I was on a golf course, used to say, um, people often describe as being quite a lucky player. And he would just say, well, I may well be, but I find that the, the more I practice, the luckier I get. That's one great quote to do with luck. Another one would be, I believe, attributed to Mark Twain, uh, who's also well known for making golf references. He's often described golf as being um, a long walk spoiled. So he's not a fan of golf. Um, oh, well, I think he's just found a golf ball. Brilliant. He likes to find them and then he plays with them. Um, but Mark Twain would say, I think it's Mark Twain, I may be wrong, but luck is believing you're lucky. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. As I say, luck and one's experience of luck is, is uh, I'm going to make up a number, 90% psychological. No, I've got no evidence to suggest that is the percentage, and it doesn't really matter. The point being is, uh, there's a lot of psychology involved in our perceptions of what's good and bad luck. Um, and with that in mind, I shall love you and leave you, and wish you well, and uh, hopefully see you, or at least have you hear my voice the next time I ramble on on one of these podcasts. So, bye.